The Hound of the Baskervilles by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle Sherlock Holmes had in his hands a stick left behind by a doctor the night before. Well, Watson, what do you make of it? he asked. I sighed. Do we always have to start with me humiliating myself by jumping to all the wrong conclusions? Humour me, Watson. Very well, Holmes. It belongs to an elderly man with a huge dog. My dear Watson, your stupidity never lets you down, Holmes cackled, drawing deeply on a pile of heaviest shag. Our man is in his thirties with a small spaniel. Good God, man, how could you possibly deduce that? Because he's sitting in the corner. There's no time to waste, said our visitor, introducing himself as Dr Mortimer. I have urgent need of your services. You may have heard of the curse of the Hound of the Baskervilles. For centuries it has been held as but a myth. But recently Sir Charles was found dead on Dartmoor, surrounded by the paw prints of a giant beast. Today his only heir, Sir Henry, arrives from Canada, and I fear for his life. A most interesting problem, Holmes replied grimly, and I fear it will be even trickier than the curious case of Lady Ascot's missing Fortnum and Mason's hamper. Bring Sir Henry to these rooms tomorrow. And Watson, get me some morphine. It's the only way I can bear to listen to my violin playing. An urgent knocking interrupted our breakfast. Sir Henry, I presume. Holmes said dryly. The very same, he responded. It really is most intolerable, sir. I've been in the country less than 24 hours and I've received an anonymous letter warning me to stay away from Baskerville Hall if I value my life. Show me the note, Holmes demanded. Hmm, I see it has been fashioned from today's Times leader. How could you possibly know that i ejaculated elementary watson it's the bit of the paper no one ever reads this problem may prove even more curious than the case of elton of john's tiara it seems you are being followed sir henry but i fear the answers are to be found in devon i must stay in town to complete my investigations into the disappearance of the prince of wales's toothbrush but Watson will accompany you to Dartmoor. Sir Henry's mood darkened as the train sped westwards. By the time we reached Coombe Tracy and discovered a prisoner had escaped on the moor, it was thunderous. Why did Holmes have to send me down with you? he barked. I've read enough of his exploits to know you're a complete moron who will get everything wrong. And besides, the bits where Holmes doesn't feature are usually fairly dull. An eerie howling atmospherically emanated from the moor. I don't much like the look of Barrymore the butler, I whispered to Sir Henry. I'd steer clear of the swimming pool. I later observed Barrymore signalling to someone out on the moor. Caught you, you bounder, I yelled. Oh, sir, I meant no harm, Barrymore whimpered. The escaped prisoner is the wife's younger brother. He's a murderer with a heart of gold, really, and we're leaving food out for him. 
Of course, my good man, I replied. So you're just a red herring, and I've got everything wrong, as usual. Taking our afternoon perambulations, Sir Henry and I encountered the local naturalist, John Stapleton, out on the moor with his sister. I say, you're a stunner, Sir Henry muttered, bowing to Miss Stapleton. I rather thought he had caught her fancy too, but she whispered a hasty leave before her brother pulled her away, laughing satanically as her horse was sucked beneath Grimpen Mire. That's all very queer, I said as we returned home. Queerer still was the silhouette of a thin, angular man I glimpsed against the moon. Later that night, Sir Henry went out on the moor alone. A deep growl, followed by a desperate scream, rent the air. I hastened to the body, fearing the worst. Thank God, I gasped. It was only the escaped prisoner dressed in Sir Henry's clothes. Good evening, Watson, Holmes said, stepping from the shadows. What the juice? I cried. I've been hiding on the moor all along, and I have the case solved. Stapleton is a distant relative of the Baskervilles, and the woman posing as his sister is his wife. She tried to warn Sir Henry he is planning to kill off everyone to inherit the Baskerville fortune, but Stapleton silenced her. We must act before he succeeds. Fog swept over the moor as a shiny, fire-breathing beast bore down on Sir Henry. Holmes emptied his revolver. The mastiff fell lifeless, and Stapleton was swallowed in Grimpen Mire. See how he painted the dog and placed phosphorus in his mouth, Holmes said breezily. This has been the most fiendish of cases I've ever encountered, more fiendish even than the abduction of Mrs Slocum's pussy. Just one thing bothers me, Holmes, I replied. Even if Stapleton had killed Sir Henry, how would he get away with suddenly announcing himself as his heir? Shut the fuck up, Watson. 